This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, House Republicans are looking to make it easier to fire employees at the Department of Veterans Affairs. Senator Tommy Tuberville's abortion views lead to unfilled officer slots in the U.S. military. And the State Department looks to bring back retired diplomats. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Wednesday, July 12th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. House Republicans are looking to make it easier to fire employees at the Department of Veterans Affairs. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. Republicans on the House VA Committee are looking to advance the Restore VA Accountability Act. Committee Chairman Mike Boss is leading the bill and says the legislation will help the VA get rid of poor performers and those accused of serious misconduct more quickly. Federal employee unions and good government groups say the bill will only make it harder for the VA to recruit employees. Lawmakers introduced the latest bill after the VA announced it isn't using authorities in the 2017 VA Accountability and Whistleblower Protection Act to fast-track the firing of employees. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Thousands of employees will likely see their paychecks go up next year thanks to locality pay changes, but some federal employee advocacy groups are saying that's just the tip of the iceberg. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. Proposals to tweak locality pay don't address broader pay issues for the federal workforce. That's according to the Senior Executives Association, the Professional Managers Association, along with a few others. A coalition of federal manager organizations is calling on the president's pay agent to propose a bigger fix to pay compression. A pay cap for executive schedule employees also affects feds in the highest levels of the general schedule. Along with urging a new proposal, the groups are also calling on the pay agent to conduct a study on the impacts of pay compression for things like attrition, retention, and promotions. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Pentagon could have 650 unfilled general and flag rank officer vacancies by the end of the year if the Senate doesn't end its block on voting for military confirmations. Military leaders say it's starting to cause a logjam of promotions for lower-ranked officers. Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama put a hold on the confirmation votes as a protest against Defense Department rules regarding service members' paid leave and travel for reproductive health. Marine Corps General David Berger, meanwhile, relinquished his position as the Commandant of the Marine Corps on Monday with no replacement due to the hold. The path to more employees at the Departments of Transportation and Housing and Urban Development will be a bit tougher. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains why. House Appropriations Committee lawmakers are cutting the Biden administration's 2024 budget request to increase the number of employees at Transportation and HUD by 2,300 people. This decision is one of several cuts committee members made as part of the Transportation HUD and related agencies' 2024 spending bill released yesterday. Republican leaders want to reduce overall discretionary spending by these agencies by more than $8.6 billion, or 8.7% compared to the president's request. Total discretionary spending, however, would be $2.9 billion above the 2023 budget. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Department of Homeland Security plans to loosen restrictions around the use of digital driver's licenses. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the details. DHS is developing regulations to temporarily waive Real ID Act requirements for state-issued mobile driver's licenses so long as they meet security and data integrity standards. 
That's according to a White House report on the Biden administration's burden reduction efforts. Several states have already started issuing mobile driver's licenses, and the Transportation Security Agency is accepting the digital driver's licenses from TSA PreCheck customers at at least two dozen airports across the country as part of a pilot project. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. There is a diplomat shortage at the State Department, so the call has gone out to former diplomats to rejoin the Foreign Service. Eligible individuals would return to the same grade and career path they had when they left the department. The 1980 Foreign Service Act allows the department to reappoint former career members as needed. If selected for a reappointment, candidates agree to take on their first assignments in positions designated as hard to fill or in positions the department urgently needs to fill. The deadline to apply is July 31st. Air Force families will face a delay in permanent changes of station, or PCS, and a pause in retention bonuses for the rest of the year. The Air Force says it's short on funds and the pauses are intended to save money. About 2,000 bonuses would be affected, along with about 20,000 PCS orders. An Air Force spokesperson says the shortfall was caused by an increase in moving costs due to inflation and the cost of paying bonuses. The pause comes at a critical time when the service is struggling to recruit and retain airmen. The Agriculture Department didn't have to wait too long to get another second-in-command. The Senate yesterday confirmed Sochil Torres-Small as Deputy Secretary. She replaces Jules Brunna, who in February left after two years. Torres-Small has been with USDA since October 2021, serving as the Undersecretary for Rural Development. Prior to joining the Biden administration, Torres Small was a congresswoman from New Mexico. During her time in Congress, she was a member of the Agriculture Committee, the Armed Services Committee, and was chairwoman of the Oversight Management and Accountability Subcommittee of the Homeland Security Committee. President Joe Biden has named his pick for chief financial officer at one of the largest federal agencies. Biden officially nominated Jeff Rezmovic yesterday to serve as the Department of Homeland Security's CFO. Rezmovic, who started as a speechwriter at FEMA, most recently served as DHS Chief of Staff for Policy. If confirmed, he would be in charge of overseeing a sprawling DHS financial management system that's in the midst of a major modernization effort. One senator is turning up the heat on the Office of Personnel Management to fix its retirement services program. Oklahoma Republican James Lankford says OPM's outdated program for retiring feds is causing backlogs and delays in processing times. Lankford is looking for a progress update from OPM on its IT modernization plan as well as its plan to improve processing times. But at the same time, the backlog of retirement claims is continuing to shrink. In June, OPM reported its lowest claims inventory since 2017. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Wednesday, July 12, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.